millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Shall we rock and roll? Let's get this. Let's get it. Chan look on the bottom. Hello. <laughs> Jack in the bottle, man. Jack in the bottle, man. Going through Instagram memories, because you know, like the other day, or obviously hot topic of the moment on this, whatever day it is, is the Downing Street parties and the things going round. What were you doing on the 20th of May? And it got me looking through my Instagram memories from lockdown. That is, my, my Instagram story from that kind of period of time is absolutely unhinged. It's so, it's so depressing. Like two months into like quarantine. Yeah. I shaved my head. It was the worst decision <laughs> in my life. You got bad sunburn? I did get bad sunburn. Yeah. Because I shaved my head and then walked out into the desert like Homer Simpson in that one episode of The Simpsons where he loses his mind. With Johnny Cash? With Johnny Cash. Mm. Actually, yeah, not good. <laughs> <laughs> not good. But yeah, that was just something that was on the Instagram stories. I thought it needed a bit of revitalisation because at the point where that came out, everyone was doing X in the bottom and mm. Mary in the bottom and yeah. Matthew in the bottom. And you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Patel in the bottom and Charlie Chocolate Factory in the bottom and <laughs> Rodal in the bottom and <laughs> they're not doing so good, are they? Can't I thought they first. were breaking up, were they not? I thought they were. I watched was the whole thing not going to be that they were going to headline was it Redden last yeah. year and then they were going to break up after it. Yeah, they, 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 I watched their their set on like iPlayer afterwards and it was just it was, that spark was gone. <laughs> Sounds like the bottom men have bottled it. Hey! <laughs> Class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, it wasn't good. It was really jarring. Me and, me and Suzanne were watching it, and we're like, "This is so weird." Mm, not a fan. Just flat in terms of. The, it was like they he were was, never really a incredible live band, were they? It wasn't very all, solid. Mm, like, they're no rush. They're not rush. <laughs> <laughs> I, what was me, that thing though? Did they not have like a on their merch though, and they were like charging for like kisses and other things seriously things worse than kissing and it was like yeah it was bad they were charging kissing's the worst that's pretty grim no it was bad because i seen them at bell houston like me and sue's bought a ticket like really hung over one day like for the day and we're like that was good it was enjoyable but doing (laughs) that red when they go again i mean that red in performance they were just kind of like over on the microphone it was just yeah Vanis McCannis was just like rolling about the stage and in, in, in a really quite non-charming way. He's a yeah. There's a few clips of him where he's a very um, interesting figure. Yeah, he's he seems very standoffish, but all of our stomachs just pure rumble. <laughs> We're that good musicians that our stomach <laughs> and harmony. even harmonize. Oh, that was lovely. Up the gain. <laughs> For one game yeah, stage, compress that and get that sampled. MPC. <laughs> what is the strangest thing you've ever sampled? Hmm. Well, catchphrase. Yeah, on Unorthodox, oh, yeah. we made the album. We're trying to find like a. a what, what bit is that actually? In? It's the bit after the first chorus that goes into the second verse, where it's like that. Mm, yeah, we took the wing and like, like slowed it down. Yeah, it's basically the correct answer. It's like we like we always use like it's always a quick fix to add a bit of like stuff ni- niceness to like a transition so it's always like a good riser we're like what can we do it's kind of weird for that mm. sample catchphrase because in my head I was like that was sound good Shan went on to youtube downloader.com got the sample <laughs> kind of on legally we, legally why to mate we, <laughs> no we, we phoned Les Dennis obviously yeah we asked him for them. permission he uh, said I go for and it. it's on the album and yeah that's probably one of the weirdest things of samples there's also the start of his knocking on my door that, oh, we still that, don't know what that is. Yeah, so the guy at the start who's not on my door is like, no, I ain't here, I ain't going. Yeah, 
<laughs> so basically, I was going through an old hard drive from a, like an old computer from years ago, and it was like it synced with the like, iCloud at my voice notes, and it's from like 2017. I've got the date on it. I can't remember it exactly, but it's obviously there's no note on it, like writing. So I don't know where it, I don't know where it is. I look back at my calendar, and there's there's no like. I'd put like if I was going to a gig, I would put it yeah. in, and mm. you would find out who it is. But there's nothing on there. I think it's like from a, a meme or something. It sounds like I'm it's, so sure it's I think, Duncan. I'm I thought so it was sure. Duncan as well, but I think it's like it sounds like a, a hand dryer, one of those Dyson ones. It is a hand dryer, yeah. Well, the more, Dyson's like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So, they, they, I don't know, I don't know, but I, I remember. I think it's like this, the whoosh is a, a Dyson hand dryers, which are not great, by the way. No, like, it just like regurgitates like bad liquids onto your hands. Better than paper towels. No, paper towels are better because see. I, I know, Bad for environment, but see, like hand dryers, they, they suck in the, the piss air. True. And they put, they put it in your hands. It's not good. I, I My daddy, it. he said to me, "Wash your hands, use a towel, maybe killing a tree, but you're not killing yourself." That's very true. It's very true. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I think it. Samples. I, I think it's, <laughs> it's either Duncan or it's Alan Sharp at Pleasure Heads. Ah, uh, yeah. I think because uh. part of me thinks it might be in the King Touch bathroom. Because I remember they have that, a Dyson there, do they? Have we a did well, in the it, it was just really loud, <laughs> and he was, and because obviously he said, "Right here we go," because we we're like, "Ah, oh, that sounds mental." Let's put that in a song or something like that. Right. But it might not be; it could be anyone. But if anyone remembers from like a, the summer of twenty seventeen, us recording something, get in touch because you're 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 GPRS. <laughs> <laughs> Alan showing up pop up in one of your music videos as well. He's in the French exit one, isn't he? Oh, yeah, so he is. Ah, he's a roller skater. Aye, aye. Yeah. It was pure mad, because we had no idea he was pure amazing at roller skating. I was class. <laughs> yeah. Because we got, we got firewire, firewire, firewire. We got firewater booked out for the for the day. And, right, we need roller skaters. And we got, who was, who was that gal? I can't remember what she was called. But, and then Alan was like, oh, I'll do it. I was like, do you want to skate? I was like, he just didn't answer us. And then he turned up and was just roller skating around firewater, empty firewater all Sunday. <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs> it's interesting to kind of look back to that video because I was thinking about it today when you looked at like, the videos of the new EP as well. Mm. The visual aspect has always kind of been quite an important, it feels like it's been quite an important accompanying aspect to it. Yeah. How have your kind of attitudes toward it changed in the way that you approach it shifted in any way, do you think? Spend less money. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like be more economical. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't I think know. It, d- it depends. Yeah. Like with French Exit, like we had, Jan, I think it was you had the idea of like getting firewater booked. It sounded like some weird kind of nightclub-y kind of, uh, uh, kind of like vibe. And then we talked to Eric and Casper. Yeah, but then we, we, we all got together because we had a lot of meetings and it was like, we yeah. need to have four different, every person has their own world and all yeah. that. Right. And the, so, the song always informs a video, I yeah. would say. Like, yeah. we all, we're all, like, we're all, like, visually invested in a lot of things. Uh, so we always have, like, good, like, like, Eric and Casper from Humble uh, Film Productions, they, they are always really, really good. We promote their ideas with their own, the vibes of what we want to do. Uh, but it always depends on the song because, like, with She Don't video, that was, that was kind of born out of necessity of, like, COVID and kind of really mm. always in the same place. Uh, I, 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 like so we got all in one shot with Martin going mental yeah. <laughs> and it's class and it suits that video we, we couldn't do a French exit video for that song we could have like, we could have but it just it, the song always informs the, the visuals I'd say yeah I, I think it's like trying things as well like obviously we got Martin back because he's great and yeah, so Martin was in French Exit, and then that was she don't was supposed to be like a continuation of his character. Of his character. Yes. So French Exit is like Iron Man, and then, and then yeah. she don't like Iron Man too. Yeah, um, but it it was kind of more like we wanted to kind of show off like Martin's full acting talents in like one shot and like really challenge him, yeah. just so we could spend less money. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, if you if you want a good actor for any, if anyone's listening, he's an actor. Get Martin. Martin Quinn. Martin Quinn. Yeah. Dot com. Or, or, Paisley. Yeah. Paisley. Paisley. <laughs> Trinity what, High School. <laughs> what about the uh, the Globin video? How would you say that the oh. song informed that? Uh, well, it was it was weird that one because it was with Bovine and another Paisley boy. Another Paisley mm-hmm. boy. And you just sent like we wrote the song in like November twenty nineteen, and we kind of got it in a good place by like February, mm-hmm. and you just sent them it like in that February, yeah. and I said here make a video to this, and then in like July. He started getting back with with like what he'd done, and he just came up with everything. Yeah, and like we just totally nailed it, didn't he? Like, cause we were it was such like a special song for us, and I was like, yeah, what could we do? We need something kind of mystical or like dark and a bit gloomy. And then he just sent us this 
thing back, this cartoon animation mm. with like the big the big guy in it. We were just like I, perfect. I think we've always wanted to do like an animation thing and like Tristan Bovine with that was great because he is a genius. Yeah, <laughs> he's legitimately like a, 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 like genius with like so many different things music and visuals he's just great the amount of work that he put into that video because he did a lot of behind the scenes stuff and like on his instagram and just going through like he was like making like these full sets in whatever program he was using like full yeah, 3d sets like 3d world wasn't it yeah you, you yeah. could i think you could like put it in a, like a video game and like literally walk around and like because it's based on paisley mm-hmm. famous landmark you could literally walk around a video game style paisley yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that video is probably the, the least well we were not hands-on but we had like feed, like conversation about it but it was kind of largely his vision inspired so, by our musical ideas and that so did he create like those landscapes first and then kind of put the story in there and kind of figure it out after making them or what was the i, I think he was he, i think he had a couple of ideas but he, i don't even really know to be honest i don't want to know you <laughs> can imagine just thinking oh how, how did he do this like it's it's it's, it's good it's kind of the same feeling of like i always like see when we like being a musician and all that, I feel like sometimes the magic is lost when you know the process. Mm. So I feel like not knowing the process kind of makes it a bit more magic to, to me. I think I, mean? I think I suppose to go back to your question as well, how we kind of feel about that stuff. I feel like we've kind of felt like we've been able to let go of that and trust in the people that we work with, mm. I, Eric, Casper, and Bovine, just to let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know it's going to be good. And whereas like maybe back we'd be very on be editing it ourselves. Yeah, I think like when you're first starting out as a band, we always chat about this of like you need to be a videographer and a sound recorder yeah. and a graphic artist and like all these different things that you have to do when you're doing it kind of DIY. Mm-hmm. And then now that we've got so many brilliant pals that are so talented, it's like it's good that you can focus on the music and kind of let go a wee bit and yeah. let them kind of put in their, their own kind of style to it and stuff, which yeah. is really cool. Because then it's just the same with anything, like with our writing as well. You want to let the other person shine and bring in their ideas because they're going to do something you would never think of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we're just becoming a lot more just laid back and trustful of people around us. In the same way that he... Bovine created those kind of landscapes that he let it unfold in. Mm. When it comes to the kind of sound of this EP, what were the first things that you laid down that you then began to play around with sound-wise? I think it, we'd always had this idea that it was going to be like a mixtape sort of idea, that everything was going to be quite different just because the album... I think when we were recording the album, we thought it was all quite varied, but then we listened back to obviously the way we recorded it in the studio with Paul and everything was done like kind of like classic way you would do an album. It sounded very focused you know it was very mm-hmm. you know cohesive. it was cohesive yeah. whereas we were like no now we want to explore other sonic things and take the things we've learned from paul apply them to our own production and recording so there's nothing really held back we were like we choose ideas of the gloaming gloaming to me is kind of like a block party tune like you're kind of indie late 2000s indie and we want to do like it does also feel kind of like the closest to the album that came before it, I think, as it, well, perhaps. It does, yeah. And I think that was a good stepping stone because that was like, the first one we did and it was like to go from album and then immediately into gloaming. I say immediately. One year after the, <laughs> after the album. Uh, it's, a kind of a, it's not just completely, you know, unfamiliar territory. For us as well, it's like a good stepping stone to that. And then it was just more like, oh, let's do a... I kind of bedroom poppy kind of like boppy one like she don't mm. let's do a really heavy one and like who's knocking on my door and let's do a really it's like a punk song almost yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I think, as you were saying previously like being a bit less precious with our visual stuff I think we're I wouldn't say we're being less precious with the music we also care, we care about it so much but we're a bit we're a bit more we're, we're able I think we're a bit more confident now we can kind of hedge our bets a bit more like say fuck it let's, let's make a mental Punctuing with a drop A guitar riff, why not? Yeah, uh, I feel like now we're a bit more comfortable with that, just doing what what we want and not trying to fit in a box. Like obviously we're like making good good pop tunes, but why can't I drop A guitar riff? Being it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean like like we are like secretly metalheads. I, 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 I think it's, it's also the confidence to know if we are going to do it, it's still going to have some sort of flavor of ourselves yeah. in it. So it's it's never going to sound like a completely different band. It's just going to sound like us doing something. And with our level of commitment that we like to do, it's going to hopefully sound good. Well, I mean, hopefully it's always going to sound good. Excellence is the, <laughs> excellence is the goal. Like, excellence is the key. Perfection doesn't exist. It's always excellence you must aim for. Well, I work, work in a restaurant. <laughs> what song do you think you've had to work the hardest at to get it to a point where it feels like it's of the sufficient 
caliber. Should we take one each? Not even necessarily just with ACP, but in general. Yeah, mm. I think. Just I, before you were saying that they're about how it's always of excellence. Well, <laughs> we try. What was it taking the most to kind of get to that point? We we spent quite a lot when we we're doing the album. We spent quite a lot of time with the hat. I remember that. Mm. I remember trying to get because it is in the context of that album. It's of quite a weird song, uh, and just because it's not, it's, it's kind of funky, but it's, it's got a big riff at the start. Kind of weird, kind of like chords playing through it. There's like kind of like bridge part that kind of changes key slightly but kind of doesn't so yeah. we even I remember I was like sitting and trying to find like good samples and stuff like that and good sounds for that because uh, like it, it took a lot of time with that song and was also the lead track- single in the end was it that a French exit that was the kind of French exit was the lead single it came out as a single it was the second single, second single. Yeah, 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 yeah. 19th of July 2019 Oof, even, good recall I think <laughs> even oh. trying to learn the song was a bit tough as well that was hard yeah because for complete transparency when we make music it's it's in the kind of virtual realm first mm. we, we, we don't we, sometimes we do sit in a room and craft a song together but most of the time it's like one of us will have an idea uh, it goes through the Jan machine and then like we all kind of come in and just kind of yeah, sort, and then kind of learn that after yeah yeah and get it sorted after and Sometimes, like, there's been a couple of times, just personally myself, I'm just like, why have you made, like, this so difficult to play? <laughs> like, Sanctum Sound is an example of that. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, like, difficult always in different respects because it's, like, it's not... Some of it may not be, like, the most complicated there, but then it's, like, oh, I need to play this for, like, for uh, you for Sanctum Sound, I need to play this bassline for three straight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, this is... It's, endurance test aye so it, 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 I think every single song we have written there is there is a it, it does take a bit of time to get some stuff perfect because I, I don't know it's just I think it's just in our nature I mean, don't want yeah. to stick someone out half half arsed because we care about it so much yeah. but Sanctum Sound was yeah, yeah. that's why I've not played it live yet because yeah. <laughs> it hurts a, a, so much a, a big song that took I think me to get my head around but it, it, when we finally got it down it came together really quickly was the grip because mm, yeah. yeah. there, there was many different versions of that tune there's one the first original demo, it has still has that end bit with the, the kind of tuka, 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 but the start of it was completely different. It was like some, it was like something off Room on Fire by the Strokes, mm. but in mm. six four. But it, yeah. was, it was a riff that you wrote, and it was like class. But then we, it was like two different songs just placed together. We're like we'll do that. Mm. And I remember one that was on Zoom call to you one night doing one of our remote writing sessions, and you're like, I oh, put put like the old school mast guitar over it mm-hmm. mast for those OG fans out there from 2014 <laughs> it's a niche reference niche there, reference yeah. from 2014 um, put that guitar over it and then work from there and then you came in added more things so it was, that was the long process for me I think to get right mm-hmm. I don't think we've had like one, one song that's been an absolute like 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 a thing that took ages to do every song's been not too bad can you, I don't know if I can't really think no, of one that's been who, for me who's knocking my door was hard yeah, like that's especially actually, learning that live was so difficult and because we're basically just screaming at each other yeah. and Jan are just like <laughs> and so usually there's a bit more of like the kind of pop flair where there's like melody and it's like cat whereas with this it's just like <laughs> it's, it's also like much faster than everything mm, we'd ever done totally, yeah. and it was like it was weird to jump up like 40 bpm from our you i think that's the thing about the album as well it was all within like a, a, a honestly like a 15 bpm yeah. like radius ra- radius <laughs> yeah. of like from like 110 to like 130 or something like that that was the limits of where we went so no i guess it must be slower than that is it not the start was it guys no yeah. no i just got no drums in it <laughs> it's still it's still it's still, no Zeitgeist is actually the fastest tune so, in the album right, by the end it's yeah it's got the is it, no it's, it's the, the whole thing's a, a solid 144 145 Jesus. I think we, Who's Knocking also didn't help because i been stuck in the house because of Covid yeah I, mm. like like, it's we hard to kind of rock out in your bedroom yeah. <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Mary. <laughs> uh, because even when we like we we would before our songs released, we would get together and like the practice studio and work it out live. Mm. You know, what I mean, the song might be finished and recorded, but we'd have a chance to work it out before it's out in the world. Aye. So it's like with gloaming and who's knocking when it came to play them live in Liverpool earlier this year. Yeah. It was We're like what? It, it was weird because you you have those relationships with your songs when you play them live, especially if you play them live for a year or two before you put them out as a single or mm-hmm. you get comfortable with them and you know their place in in, in your life in your life and or life, life. <laughs> uh, but with these ones it was like these have already these are already old well not old but they're they're aged you've lived with them for a while mm-hmm, we've lived with totally. them and, and the fact that other people have lived with them as well mm-hmm. they're like 
you know what I mean? Like people who would listen to the music of Left With Them and it's like this is this is odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is the thing I wanted to ask you about in regards to the album and then moving on to this EP. How long do you feel like it took you to feel like you were a different person from who created the songs and the record and you felt like you needed to make something new? I think how long did it take to have a certain distance from it if you know what I mean but I, th- I think even from the end of like, recording the album because we, we wrapped in January 2019 the mm. recording of it and well, came out in October I think by that point mm. me, me I think we were all just you started recording in the summer though hadn't you like you, it was kind of a back and forth for a while yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so we started recording in like summer 2018 and then it was like we yeah, would it was do good, it. like six months or something. Yeah, six months. Yeah. So we were like two weeks on and then like three weeks off. Mm-hmm. Like another two weeks on and then three weeks off and doing that like nine to five Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Or like four days a week or five days a week, I can't quite remember. But when we wrapped that, by the time the album's come out, we were all ready to start writing new tunes again mm-hmm. and get things moving. I just wonder if this this EP would at this point would we would probably be sitting with album two at this point if it wasn't for COVID. Because mm-hmm. the EP probably Excuse me. Haha, <laughs> 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 sorry. Um, that's a, such a strange laugh. I just. That's, that's, it's okay, man. Nobody listens. Keep going, John. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's <laughs> listening. Nobody's listening to you, John. It's fine. It's just like it took. The, I mean, the EP was originally meant to come out in like March, April 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was with our original plan, but just with Delta and Beta and Alpha and Omni- <laughs> Omnicron and. Oh, no. Many the Kent variant. The Kent variant. Remember the Kent variant? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. died quickly though, didn't it? I think that became the beta variant that oh, didn't okay. get too much because everyone called it the, the Kent variant. What's the steps one then? The steps one? That's Omicron. That Omicron? Five, yeah. six, seven, eight. <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. <laughs> At what point then did you realise that it wasn't going to come out in February or March? Because last time we spoke would have been... Me. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, sorry, go on, no, sorry. I know the last time we spoke would have been like November time, at which point it did feel like the EP wasn't... It was going to be around within the next six months, I think, was kind of the... Yeah, because I mean, a lot, of this, point. a lot of the songs were there in demo form. They were all pretty... Not pretty much done, but maybe like 60, 70% done. Like every song had a start at least. And there was a, a demo or a couple of demos of it. I think a big part was it because it was all like studying and working full time like when things started to open up during 2021 I work in a restaurant it was just so busy you know what I mean yeah. you were busy working from home from home in the counts <laughs> but, but no but, but you were hectic though and, yeah. you were, and you were like studying I was skint I needed to get to the bar and work you needed to get to <laughs> the bar you know what I mean <laughs> so it was, it was just like real life had to take over yeah. for a couple mm-hmm. of months you know what I mean and if there was money to be made we had to go out and make some make some cash because we've been to buy our big guitars and all that you know yeah we've been, <laughs> sit, been sitting in a gaff making no money so <laughs> By the time like things kind of calmed down after a wee bit, like in like what, like July, August, yeah. and I think it was weird, like COVID, because it's like it wasn't only like the band that was suffering; like we had to take stock of you know, like going through that as just people. Yeah. And then having like band stuff take a back seat was really difficult because it's like it's a big, huge aspect of all our personalities. So mm. it's like. We need to get our life sorted first, and yeah. then the band comes later, and then it was it was quite tough. I, wasn't I think, so. yeah, I know. I, 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 something you're talking about, like in terms of like life coming back in. I, I think we always were such a personally for me, I, we're such a live orientated band. Mm. I think what motivates me to write music, what I think motivates you guys as well, is writing tunes to play in a live environment. And when that's gone, it kind of hits your motivation a wee bit. Mm, it did, it did to me because yeah. you're like. It's great putting a single it, but if, I'd rather be playing it to somebody, a crowd of people, and letting them hear it. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's it's like you're kind of putting the song out, and it's cool. Yeah. But there's no audience to like get the feedback from, and that that that's what kind of hit me a wee bit. Not having a, the the end game of having an audience to listen to, it. and it didn't know we did it at that time. Was it like when we talked to you? Like no, it was like December twenty. Was it November or December twenty twenty that we last had that chat? End of so, November. We, November. Like, so we're like, we're not. A few, I think it was a few days before. Sanctum Sound second. Sanctum was second. It would have been a few yeah, days before Sanctum yeah. Sound, yes. Like, but, but yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's hard to get tunes done when you're like, well, to me, you don't know when you're going to be playing them live. You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's, it's a weird kind of vibe. Mm. And then that's when Live was finally started to come around when we played our first show on the 1st of October. Was it 3rd of October, maybe? And we had to. Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, Liverpool. And we had to just 
the EP once again had to take a bit of a backseat because we had to get everything ready for live again because mm-hmm. we wanted to change up how we did things and make it more reliable and, and better sounding. So we spent like two months like just repracticing and rejigging everything that we we do live to make it a, a better experience. Mm-hmm. And once we nailed that down, we're like, okay, now we finally got time to finish the EP now. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I said three weeks before it came out. I just mailed just like, right, guys, I'm putting an EP out in three weeks. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> we were like, what? We got, we, got, we got shit done. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't, don't worry. I'm going to ask you a few things, but we'll, we'll, we'll get it fine. We'll get the artwork sorted. It's all we need. <laughs> we'll get the video sorted in this date and we'll do it. And yeah. to be fair, we, we did do it. Like, yeah. yeah. During that period, like at the start of last year, when you were all working or studying and the band kind of had to take a backseat for life, like you say, do you notice the absence of it on a day-to-day basis? Do you feel that? Yeah, a hundred percent. Because it's like, some people are like, what's your thing? And you're like, <laughs> music, that, that's it. Like, and then when you don't have that, you're like, what is my thing? Like, I don't have any other things because it's, in my life. Because it's the same. <laughs> because it's like also, you know, going to see your friends play, you mm. playing gigs, going to practice, going to other people's practices, hanging out, going, going to clubs or just like, everything is just such a social thing mm-hmm. it's a cliche but it's a way of life you know what i mean yeah like absolutely it's, it's, yeah. it's like going to suck else you go to sleazy's or broadcast and seeing your pal's band play or go for a pint like thursday or friday or saturday night when that's gone it's it's, it's just awful yeah i'm just glad it's yeah. came back for a bit and then omicron's kind of just fucked it again I, <laughs> <laughs> fingers, but hopefully fingers, fingers crossed next couple of weeks it's all good again. fingers crossed our stereo gig will go ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but when's yeah. this going it may have already happened <laughs> Uh, if so, good, good work, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> 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 if it comes, oh, if it comes before, it's going to be. A that good was time. mad that thing you did. Oh, crazy man! You see when you got up in the thing. Oh, mate, and played that note. I was so <laughs> scared. <laughs> I, I think we all were. All two hundred and ten of us in that venue. Oh well, yeah. Plus, plus crew and staff. Yeah. <laughs> all above board. And when you did the, when you sung when the we stage dive. Yeah, when you, you when you when you sung that lyric, well, in the. In the oh, yeah. speaking of my things, when in, in the crowd or, or the stage. <laughs> During your cousin like off that fire extinguisher. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's actually that's happened. This, yeah. It's like, like the last bit. So it was in Paisley Central Library, and I worked there at the time, <laughs> and it was closing down to get refurbished. And I was like, let's put a gig on in the library. It'll be class. And then it was like the last song after, and it went really well. Like all everyone that I worked with was there, including mm. all the big managers. And it was like the pure climax of the song, wasn't it? And everyone was like about to jump up and he just was like, <laughs> And then the whole set, he was just getting right. like chased by like this like security guard. And I was just all. like, ah. Aye. That was so good, but wasn't it? I, it didn't have a smoke machine, so. Aye. I realise we're going in mad tangents, but. I know. That's what the podcast is all about. <laughs> is, is, this, is this like the, the uninterrupted like hour and a bit long version that goes on the Spotify? Oh yeah. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of climaxes, yes, <laughs> the end of this EP. How would you kind of compare the role that the outro plays to Zeitgeist on the album? What I, do you kind of see the the two? What were the intentions between the two? I I see I, I see the grip is more of a. You see that as the finish, and then yeah, I, I think we picked the flowers ourselves. Was just like so the wee cuddle afterwards. It's not a cuddle. It's not a cuddle. Man. It's, like, it's a it's a horrible, horrible piece of audio. Like, but we were like, one, it was like I wanted nine. I wanted just as much tracks on the EP as possible, just because it'd been so long since something had come out, and um, just an extra little thing. And we had that because it's that vocal sample that's in that is from the end of the grip when you have like five or six of you singing different lines over each other. Mm-hmm. So I think the grip and Zeitgeist can kind of perform the same kind of sonic. Mm-hmm. Idea like fast and like, because the zeitgeist is quite hopeful, mm-hmm. isn't it? And the grip is quite, quite sad. Quite gripping. Quite gripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think like, like in terms of like, from like me and Jan like and t- talk talking about certain things like like we we both love Muse or we used to love Muse. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that, that that that's only put yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah, but. Uh, I always feel like the, like <laughs> they're they're good albums like Absolution. What good or just, albums are you talking about? Oh, Mary, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is a real. This is a bit Mary of hates a Muse, touchy subject in the band, doesn't it? I say yeah. Like, second, third, fourth album, fifth album, I push. Resistance is okay. I like Resistance, yeah. man. But like their their last tracks. It sucks, but it's I know. Cool. Like, <laughs> like as, as a wee guy growing up, like listening to these albums, you'd be like, oh, their last track. It's like it's you want to leave a, a like, like something lingering, and mm. I feel like. 
the the production that you've done on the on the EP does that. It's like, oh, this is mental. Want, let's go back to the start. Yeah, I think again. with like um, Zeitgeist and the grip, there's like a sense of sort of like melancholy, but like with hope as yeah. an undercurrent to it. So it's like it's like it's like they're fast. It's and... fast, but there's some kind of sad and a bit kind of like. I don't know. Do they're, I mean? they're like chordy songs, mm-hmm. which we don't do too much of in terms of like when we play live, you could play like a like big chord and like sing the song over, but it's like fun to do because it's, mm. it's easier. But all our songs have chords in them, don't they? <laughs> like the knife where it's just note after note after note. That's what I mean. Like, in terms uh, of like, yeah. or the hit where it's less like riffy. Dun, 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 ah, yeah, sorry, less riffy. Right, but sorry. yeah, it's kind of like going down the U2 stadium rock. <laughs> I'm just being an asshole music student here. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they just kind of serve that kind of big, big, big song ender, which. You want to make a, Yeah, we might make a statement in the last song. You know yeah. I mean? When do you know you're writing a closer? Like when do you let does the song begin writing it with that intention or I think it's going to when you wrote it I think you're like this could be the closer I, th- I think I think me and me, me and you always I think always when me and you were writing it we were like this just like feels a, yeah this feels like a closer yeah. because um, the album was originally meant to finish with this house spoiler <laughs> uh, but um, we 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 ran out of time in Chem 19 that was the last song we did and we didn't quite get the mix finished for it the money dried up the money, <laughs> the money dried up um, RBS was on the phone Lloyds Bank Clydesdale to we're this, like here yeah, get out of that studio now get out that studio now. You, have, you have five minutes we'll take the tracks this. away fee <laughs> and they came Gizo's MP3s give us those Og Vorbis files um, but this house was meant to originally close it but because we but I think with us at that point I think we were a bit sick of that song yeah yeah um, it, closed, it closed like every gig we did yeah for like years and we're like we feel like we should just put it on the album just as a thing and I'm quite glad we didn't do that because at that point we were just a bit sick of it and wasn't given the love yeah. I think we moved like as artists we kind of were moving on to do different types of things with music so I think Zeitgeist as a song sonically it was quite different to anything we've done so far yeah talk about chordy things it's, it's very very it's even kind of folky some some points yeah uh, I forgot where I was going with that point now. yeah <laughs> you, still, you find that often though like the same thing now you know with this being so diverse what you're saying there about you felt like you were kind of moving ahead of where the album was as you were finishing it up yeah do you still struggle with that sometimes kind of going forward that when you're moving at such a pace as artists that what you're releasing doesn't feel perhaps indicative of where you're at musically because you move past it so quickly I think the, I suppose a little bit yeah I think it was easier with this EP because it was so varied Mm-hmm. And it was it was easier to put out, but I think when we were doing the album, because we'd already started writing new mm-hmm. songs, and we're like, ah, wish this was on the album. But yeah. the first album was, was did its job. It was meant to be a collection of the last, you know, five first five years of being a band, and it was right just to put that all together and keep that as a memory because it, it made us go and writing songs from from then till now easier because there wasn't like. Say for instance, like a song like "Man Dies." Mm. If that wasn't on the album, it would always be nagging at us. To My get... favorite song on the album. I love that yeah. song. Absolutely okay. adore that tune. I think it also helps the way we write the music as well. Like Jan does a lot of the production beforehand, so the sounds are always changing. So it always kind of feels new mm. every single time we go back to it. So it, it it's always it's always a kind of case of like, oh, it feels like a new song. It might be it's maybe working on a song for six months or something like that. But like uh, that's just an extreme example. Uh, but like the sounds can be changing constantly, so it always feels kind of new. It never feels kind of old and kind of falls to the wayside. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's easy to jump in and change things and revitalize it. And mm-hmm. yeah, that didn't happen with this house. We're just sick of that. No, no. But the thing is, I want to put this house out maybe this year because I feel like we could come back to it, rewrite it as a tune because that top line is too good. Yeah, just do it as a single. Could we're do. thinking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you, you're dying to do a double A side. I, I, Going back to Muse, <laughs> <laughs> they put a double A side of uh, Dead Star and In Your World, and it was the first one of the first CDs I ever bought. And I just had the idea of a double A side, even in a vinyl sense, like it just makes sense. We should do that, man. Double. What's what would the other side of this house? Um, big Bear in the Big Blue House. Big <laughs> 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 Bear. I don't know, but yeah, this house we're going to do something with it. We'll, but... do, we'll do something we because I think now we're at the point where there's been enough distance from it. We've not played mm. it in years at this point. Yeah. Um, but it's weird to say, like it's such a big song to us, but we've never released it. As a, well, we had it as a, oh, it was released as a single twice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, twice. But it's no longer on Spotify, so it's no longer it's part on, of the. It was on LimeWire for a while, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. How old it is? So yeah. you could download it. So it's, it's, it's not could. part of the the vegan leather canon. You know what I mean? The the vegan leather extended universe. Right right but yeah, yeah. It's, but like, it's, like the, it's like the Star Wars extended universe. Honestly, I feel like when we come, back, I feel <laughs> like when, I feel like when we come back, we can do this all more justice. Yeah. Mm. We can rewrite it a little bit and make it more of a tune. Just because, like, in a song that was five and a half minutes long, there was only like something like twenty seconds worth of lyrics in it. Some of the best songs are like that, though. I bet it no. <laughs> Aye, but no. It will come out. I want it to come out, but I'm glad it wasn't the album. When was the last time you listened to it? <laughs> your, your New Year party. <laughs> Sorry, just recovering of like COVID from three weeks ago. Oh my god. <clears throat> How many Aye, facts did you smoke before you came in? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was so shocked there that I, I'd forgotten about the New Year party. And I was like, Aye. Um, yeah, we were playing it on. Uh, I, we, we've been to a party, your new party. Can you say that it was a, a, an outtake just for <laughs> us? Yeah. We, we played it at a New Year party, just like acoustic version, as if like a pure old Irish sing along. Oh, uh, and then we did it at your Auntie Tracy's. During the summer of last Aye. year. See, but, it's like people that play their own tunes at parties. That's what's in it. Like, I'm like, ah, it's so cringe the Man, next day. Like, you can never share your Spotify rap because it's just always vegan level at the top. I know, <laughs> you were in, I think we were number three on mine. I was like, that's so... What are they? That is like, absolutely good. Like, musicians, like, we listen to our own tracks. Like, what was the can point? you get that algorithm up, though? Do you know what I mean? Thinking about it, like, what was the point of making music if you don't want to listen to it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think to make, to make money. I think, our, I think our tunes are class. Tunes are good, man. So, like, why, why would you, why would you make this music you to go listen to? Me? That's can. the whole Josh uh, Homme thing, though, isn't it? He always says that Queens of Stone Age are his favorite band. That's mm-hmm. it he's makes like, sense. why would you? Yeah. If you're trying to make music, why would you not make music that sounds like your favorite band? That's a fair, that's so yeah, that's a fair yeah. point, yeah. man. Yeah. You got, you got to love yourself before you can love anyone else. Can I get any men? Oh, let me grab a glass. There you go. Cheers, my ears. <laughs> Your ears are normal size, sorry. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, you need to love your music. You do. You do need so, the music. If you hate it, what's the point? Yeah. You know? Where did the lorry line come from on She Don't? Yeah, Jan. We're, <laughs> we're going to get down to the big questions now. This is I all, like to ask that as well. It's all about fucking people who I used to work with at some point in my professional career. It's about... It's all about this one particular person... But the lorry is actually about, that's the only line in a song about someone else who also worked in that same place. So the, so- the song's about, I know who it is about, but that one line's about somebody else. Yeah, who was okay, he's fine, but they, he, he did say that don't, he... Don't say he then, it's like, uh, it's you know the guys that have worked with him in the past are like, he talking about me? You need to narrow it down at some point though, okay. like keep tabloids guessing. It's like guess who, we need age, we need whether or not they're bald. Yeah. Um. Yeah. God, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, but Do like, they wear glasses? <laughs> no, actually. No. Thanks for uh, But this, per- this, this person, this person like, did drive a lorry, but I then I put that upon the other person, and I've had this naval way, man. There's absolutely zero <laughs> chance that you drive you would, a lorry. That you would ever no. drive a lorry, and that to me, I thought that was quite funny. Like, made me that, laugh. that seems like such a like I've never thought about it before, but when you look at someone, you would be able to tell if they could drive a lorry or not. Yeah, yeah. You? Like, I don't think do you... either of you could drive a lorry. I could no. drive a lorry. I, nah, I don't even have a driver's license. Could... <laughs> 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 I could get my HGV naval. <laughs> Isn't it HGV? Heavy good vehicle. Yeah. He- heavy good vehicle, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's about yeah, it's it's an amalgamation of people. But this this person did drive a lorry at some point. Fine by them, but when I put it upon this other person who the song's Still about, true. I just. I was like, no way, man. In my room, pure laughing my head off. But in, the song, <laughs> in the song, like it's using a kind of a, a derogatory sense, you know. Aye, because there's no like, driving a lorry is like is a is a, is a, is a, a good skill? it's a good skill. It's it a, is a good thing, and it's a good thing to do. But it's, it's derogatory because this guy could never like. 
add to society. Or? Sorry, I'm turning an interview here and you asking questions. Get <laughs> so, like, as, as, as if in the song, do you find that it's, it's, it's a skill that a man should have to drive a lorry? Why do you, you say man? Because yeah, it's about a guy. Remember, he well, broke you, the news. The question was, you think that's a skill a man could have? What I about a woman? Yeah, those ask questions. Splitting chairs, man. He's a man with a trade. He's a boy with a trade driving lorries and all that, eh? It's just more that, like, this, this, this guy could never contribute to society that much because there's no way man <laughs> no way <laughs> you said that one structured itself as well the song yeah it, it, it did that was like one of the easiest ones just because I was drunk <laughs> like, like I, I, I didn't I didn't make a big point of drinking through lockdown really that much would save it for like a Friday or a Saturday <laughs> bless you oh bless you you should just like take all that was the most like, polite sneeze yeah. like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah bastard so Sorry, like, continue. Respect, no, honestly. <laughs> Gratitude. Um, so your alcoholism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not a bottle of Bacardi? I, I, it was like one Sunday night and I was off for like two days afterwards. And this is when restaurants had opened up, but I think we had to close kind of early. And I was just like, you know, I'm just going to get a wee bottle of Bacardi to myself tonight and write a tune because I've not sat down and wrote a tune I'm gonna in a wee while. Loose. <laughs> what was it? I'm going to let loose. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off my nut. Like, and just got the wee guitar riff down. What mixer and it, did you have? It was lemonade. Interesting. Cardi lemonade. Cardi lemonade. It's good. Honestly, God, I, I really enjoy Bacardi or any rum. This isn't the BBC. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it just kind of let loose and I woke up the next morning just a bit hungover and listened to it. I was like, all right, the whole song's been written. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, cool. And it was like, but that, the, the vocal, the verse vocal that's on it is from that original night. Just like me just singing into this particular microphone. And just putting it down, and away we went. Very class. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I could record this again, but it won't be as good. Mm-hmm. There's a certain je ne sais quoi with your pishness. Yeah, man. <laughs> cool. Hell yeah. I've got no water left, I can't cheer you. Oh. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't be careful, I write a song with you next. <laughs> <laughs> what did you add to it after, after that night? What's that? What did you add to it after that night? Uh... It was you. you. <laughs> He's got, got Matthew to play bassline. Was the bassline not done before you did the lyrics? I, I did the bassline, but then I, made, I got uh, you to play it. You forced me to do it. Uh, you, you, play exactly like this. No, but you did like cool, like. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we. Little, we, little hangs. We hangs, I. Um, Love we hangs the, on the bass. That man would not dare to try. Um, so I'm here for We got you singing on it. Um, more keyboards. It's the same drum loop from Splice. Um, Can be a bit of Splice. Great. Yeah, I love Spice, man. I love like putting in like clown noises and going <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That was but, so good. I, I learned from Kieran Devlin, the drummer from Fobbs, which I'm also a member of the band of. <laughs> Resident Poltergeist. What part of me, sorry? Resident Poltergeist. He truly is. That was meaning you and Fobbs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget, I forget in the canon of Fobbs not to turn us into another band thing, but I'm technically dead. Like, oh yeah, are you? Video, yeah. Blank Eyes video. Ah oh, yeah, Lizzie kills me in it. Rightfully yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching it the other day and I forgot at the end they put a rest in peace Jamaica Bernack. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I had to I had to fight with them for it because they wanted to put 1995 to 2019 as if I'd actually died <laughs> 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 at the age of like what. Like, however old that would be. And I was like, guys, you can't do that. You're actually you're dead, huh? I was like, what if like my auntie or uncle going and they like they watch oh cool but wait Sherlock has died <laughs> um, but yeah so <laughs> Spice it's good <laughs> is that where the orchestration comes from on the intro that a sample from Spice or not no 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 that's that's just that's um the the string section to the latter half of Gloaming slowed down which we just composed in one of our orchestral VSTs and then put a wee just because I said oh, I wanted to fill out the track list mm. well I mean that's it so you got the intro you got the intro and you got the colour interlude when yeah. you were working on the EP at large what kind of roles did they play in terms of the process itself what did you kind of gain from they, making those wee sections they, they, they were a, a beautiful last minute two afterthought a complete afterthought that we did two days before we uploaded the the, the EP (laughs) honestly god and we're just like just fell out and and when when, when I heard it back with all of that I was like you know what this is good it helps the flow Mm -hmm. I'm into it yeah because I think because what we were saying earlier the songs are all quite different (coughs) 
<coughs> in a way, so it is maybe good to have this kind of lovely what do you call that thing that buffers things between a buffer a buffer yeah <laughs> some butter um, so, between the, the tracks it helps you need to live up the EP it helps it helps, <laughs> you need to help the flow because I think if you just took them out of there it could be quite jarring on yeah. a listen it makes it, it makes the whole uh, the whole affair very concise it makes it makes everything kind of like sit in a nice kind of flow with those things like then showing that outro for sure it makes it a, a, a piece of work a concept you know what I mean it just more together it's like it's like, it's like it's the ch- universe almost. Yeah, like. the vegan leather auditory universe. <laughs> <laughs> the VLU. <Like> <laughs> the the, the VAW. Acronym at all. But yeah, like it, it just it makes it solidifies things and just having those like wee extra intros and kind of bits in between. I really like the wee, the, the phone call thing. Yeah, that's, that's just really cool. Splice, man. <laughs> <laughs> it belongs to us now. We receive PRS on it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest risk, do you reckon, on this new EP? Risk. Risk. Mm. <laughs> those tracks two days before you're uploading it. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 Gaelic, the Gaelic section. <laughs> I think that, like, you doing a speaking part was, yeah, it was very yeah. out left field for yourself. You've not really done a speaking part before. No, I've never spoke before. Yeah, this is just, <laughs> I just learned how to talk like last year. Yeah, man. <laughs> like every single one I've done behind, beforehand is just like AI augmented. Like It's actually in the brain of the listener. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Professor X here. Astral, proje- <laughs> Astral projection. Astral projection. Um, yeah, speaking was a bit of a, I don't I didn't really know, to be honest. I think. You yeah. look forward to doing it live? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I want I want a little distorted microphone that I walk about with. Yeah, like you know, do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm looking forward to everything. Yeah, I just want to play live again. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, risks in terms of really, I think there's a big risk coming up in what we've got coming up now because there's a swear word in one of the songs. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not cool, but well, I mean, we had an argument about this, didn't we? We did, yeah. Because what's the word? Fuck. The best mm. one. So I was like, oh, it's cool. Same fuck's cool. Same fuck, that's cool. What song's in again? This is a new one called <laughs> Fuck the Wasp, Save the Beast. Is that, is that, what, is that like, there's moment? no other word that can... It, it's, it's great in context. Like, yeah. Uh, but I think uh, uh, there, there may be one swear word in the next video. I don't know how many people saying it's about this. I don't know how many tell my parents about this. Right. Swearing's a drug too. Swearing? <laughs> <laughs> So, oh. but but yeah, that's a risk that's coming up. In terms I don't think of, I've heard this one yet. I played it to you very briefly, like last year, but um, right. it's good. It's it's like I don't know. It's like Arcade Fire a bit. Can you put an R fucking it? Can we two fucks in it? <laughs> <laughs> put two choruses. <laughs> Repeat the chorus. You can do whatever you want. I can't wait to have a parental advisory sticker on our album. Yeah, I'll be the parental advisory sticker. Good sake. Class man. Class. That's very class. <laughs> You were saying as well that before you played Liverpool, you kind of mix things up live a bit. You wanted to change things up. Yes. How so? And uh, how does that kind of feed into the stereo show that you've got coming up? It goes. It's it's behind the scenes stuff. It's technology instead of using a laptop because we we have to run backing tracks because there's no way four people could play all the synth parts and the the stuff that we need to happen with our equipment and that. And laptops are just prov- proven just too unreliable. So we got. I'm going to keep it short because I can talk about this for hours. We got. We got. We got <laughs> this. We got this box. We, honest to God, like that's the great thing about Aberdeen. When I met other people who I could talk to about this, so like, I've got this box, man. It's got like you put a USB stick in the front, and it's got 16 outputs in the back, and it's got a up, down, select, play, and stop. And the whole set just runs so off like that. It's like a giant iPod, isn't it? It's right. a huge iPod. Yeah. It also means you're not taking your 1500 quid MacBook to a gig. And there's been a couple of scary moments. Oh like, God, yeah. Like being on a laptop stand and the laptop falling. Falling mm. outrageous. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was brutal. It was like a typewriter. Duncan Come. Duncan broke my laptop charger at the BBC a few years ago. Yeah. Just laptop chargers for apples. Are, pish, Are we man. ready to talk about Team the Park yet, or is it still too raw? That was an interface problem. The bits the same yeah. Lap- yeah. yeah. The, the last Team the Park. We the played the last one, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we, uh, it was just, just it's just greeting after it. We're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was actually alright. Like, it, it was fine. When things go wrong on stage, it feels like it's a, a fucking monumental thing. When it's actually not as bad for the the audience, it's most, mostly bad for us. But. Especially when you were as young as we were at that point, because yeah. that was twenty sixteen, and we, I was like, we were like twenty one and twenty two, you know. And it was like, so I think the, the the fear of having something going wrong has kind of like made us get this box, but mm-hmm. also the box 
like powers your like pedals as well. Yeah, yeah. Because all the sounds that these guys have got going on in their pedals, it's like you need to like refresh the stair to get the sounds going. Like yeah, I know goddamn Sonic Youth. Yeah, I'm I'm not fucking. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not fucking get it. go uh, get it uh, the Alan Parsons project I'm fucking the Jamluka Banaki project kind of in the bomb no all of us are Jamluka in the bomb but no we, 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 we hate pedal hopping I think it's a fucking waste of time yeah. <laughs> like, I, want, I want a pedal to do it automatically I want to sing and play guitar to I'd, the point I'd, now that our pedals are behind us yeah like, like literally so we don't, we don't even need to press them yeah it just changes all the stuff for every single it track it does you. it on the barlings yeah but because who see if you're paying fucking money to go see a gig and you see people who are just like head down feet and pedals going about and all that I, I, that's that's shite I'm sorry like I don't, I don't so what were you doing like no I don't I think in general it's shite I want this person that I have eye, con- eye contact with me and with us we want to fucking sing and play our instruments and have fun and not have to worry about like whatever it means we have to do literal months of pre-production <laughs> but once it's done it's done forever mm. and live now is there's less anxiety about mm. it it's more yeah. that and to go into the stereo show it just means everything's going to sound better because we have more flexibility in what we can do with our live sound we can add more things more hardware like keyboards and stuff like that and as i said there's less anxiety about things going wrong yeah I think does it mean you have to stick to the set though like, can you? Is there any room for kind of flexibility and? Uh, yeah, in there is. A, there is a wee bit, but we've n- we've never really been ones for kind of. Spontaneity. Break, breaking out, <laughs> breaking out the jams. Really, yeah. We, yeah. We, we we like to sit down and plan out the set. And it means though, like you can skip. Say you wanted to do a song before, or like you can skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't you? Like, yeah, you can. You, just like you're still in control and all that, and it's set up in a way that see if we wanted to do that, it would be much easier than it would be using a laptop. Yeah, and I much was, more reliable. I think also, like the amount of times we play the gigs with laptops and stuff before, and it's just you're shitting yourself just in case something goes wrong. Aye. like that box is just it, basically because of Jan's kit and, and we've all kind of like went through the set and made made sure everything's a bit more streamlined and a bit more good and reliable. You're playing better because you're not worrying about it going mm. wrong you know what I mean so yeah. that that's that's one element that I I think we benefit I, from I, and if someone flings a pint which has happened and it hits a laptop it's not just the set that goes down that's one of our laptops that we need for our lives yeah. you know and then we have to for then, our lives then they run out of the day. <laughs> I know lives sentence you to lie <laughs> by the feet <laughs> Destroying the MacBook Pro. <laughs> the pandemic. I sentence you life. <laughs> I'm bad. Men have taken him down. Men have taken down. On that note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. God bless. Thanks for having us. God bless and Godspeed. Respect. God bless. Stay safe, everyone. Come to our show. If it's not already been, and if it's been, please tag us on your pictures. <laughs> February 19th. Here we go. About enjoying the future and the past. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. Oh.